0: Hell, this is totally not dancing, and you're listening to the Shred Shack. Greetings, folks. I'm Dan Mac, and hey, this is Chris Mack. Welcoming you back. To this Red Check podcast, your premier source of news and unformed yet heavily biased opinions pertaining to all things heavy metal, airing bi-weekly on you not on YouTube, not on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Mixcloud, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and not on YouTube anymore <laughs> because I'm fucking lazy. <laughs> and we are back after a small hiatus, and we are ready to tell you about the fucking metal. New- fucking metal. So, let's get started with some old business.
1: Alright, so a few months back we mentioned that the Misfits was in the middle of a lawsuit against the publisher over the advertising sale of a book titled, Screen With Me. Uh, so, the Misfits have now dropped the lawsuit Uh, On March 9th, Misfits AD, which is the limited liability company established by Misfits, founding members Glenn Danzig and Jerry Only, to own and manage intellectual property, including trademarks and copyrights associated with the Misfits, filed a lawsuit against um, the author of the book, claiming that the publisher willfully infringed Misfits' famous fiend skull design trademark, and unlawfully copied and used Misfits' copyrighted artwork in connection with the book. Just recently, on July 21st, Misfits Attorney provided notice uh, of the voluntary dismissal of the civil lawsuit in a court document filed in U.S. District Court in the Southern District of New York. The filing says the dismissal is made with prejudice, meaning the lawsuit cannot be filed again, and indicates that each party shall bear his, her, or its own attorney's fees and costs.
0: So note to self, don't make a Shred check shirt with the uh, face logo, the Fiend logo. Oh yeah, that ain't gonna happen. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna stick to doing what we what we do and, and steal st- other ones. Stealing wrestling, ones. <laughs> stealing wrestling ones. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. So that's that's very interesting. Yeah, I, I think one of the one of the things I read in the comments when I was looking at this particular article is that you know they some people felt that the Misfits didn't have a, a right to sue because they themselves stole that design from a horror movie. Mm-hmm. So I mean, who's really infringing on who here? Yeah. So. I get it you know plus uh, they probably didn't see it going anywhere for anytime soon all right so that's it for old business Mm -hmm. uh new business
0: let's go into new business and with new business we typically talk about new album releases of which i I should have some i
1: listened to a few um it's been a long time since we, not a long time, but it's been, a, like, about a month or two since we did the last ep, uh, episode. Yeah. So there's no point in going to all the things I listened to. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of them will be mentioned in albums of the day when we get to that point, but there were, there were like, a handful of standouts, which were mentioned, which will be mentioned in album of the day. Um, and the thing is, like, like last week, like, nothing really struck me uh, at all. Um And looking forward, I mean, there's a couple of things to look forward to, but um, things have slowed down a little bit for me on that front. Okay. As far as like looking forward to something, I think the next big thing I'm looking forward to is S and M two on August 28th. Yeah. uh, Because I've seen it uh, in the theaters, I'm looking forward to having a copy of it. I'm excited. I'm fucking super pumped for that.
0: Yeah. And you know. Surprise, surprise! You know we're we're coming back on your birthday weekend. We're posting this on your actual birthday. Yeah, it's true. Now true. you have an Opeth DVD to yes, watch. Yes, I
1: watched it last night. Actually, it was oh, did very good. Yes, nice. very good, and it's great because um, the it was recorded in 2017, came out 2018, and the last concert I went to before the shit hit the fan and everybody shut down shows was Opeth in Dallas, mm-hmm. and the set setlist wasn't that much different. Yeah, like they just added some new stuff from the newer album, but it was great. Yeah, the the DVD was really fucking good. Yeah,
0: Yeah. Um, but you've already secured a copy of uh, S and M two. Yep, uh, as have I. um, So looking forward to that as well.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty pretty pumped (coughs) for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I found out what the fourth disc was in that. It's a Blu-ray and DVD. Oh, okay. Yeah, Blu-ray and DVD. So I watched the Blu-ray version last night. It looked great. Very nice. Yeah. Um, But. What else have we been listening to?
0: Um, well, one of your albums of the day is one that I bought but I haven't listened to yet. All
1: right. So, so you want to just go through the albums of the day and then we'll yeah. go expand from there? Yeah. All right, cool. So when we picked up, when I picked up album of the day again because um, I was off for a little while there, I started off with uh, the new uh, Hacking album, Virus, which is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, listened to a uh, band called Valkyrie, which was, that was also very good. Their newest release. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um adjudicator not adjudicator the band is called judicator Mm. uh their new album let there be nothing was excellent um for fans of um blind guardian this is this is right up your alley Mm. it's fucking great great fucking power metal good stuff um not exactly sure how to pronounce this band uh garia garia uh
0: they're
1: they're they're good primal fear was fucking great
0: that's the um I I bought it that, and I haven't listened to it yet. That
1: it's really good. You're you're definitely in for, for a the treat there.
0: They're formulaic and they're always
1: good. I mean, it sounds like I think it was the second track when I was I was messaging you guys. The second track came on and it was like pretty much really old school Judas Priest is fucking
0: great. He um uh singer uh, Ralph Sheepers um went he was originally part of the band Gamma Ray and he actually like left to try out for Judas Priest. I don't
1: doubt it. He sounds so much like Halper, it's not
0: he even tr- funny. He tried out, and obviously he didn't get it. Tim Rip has got it. But, after which he formed Primal Fear, which has pretty much been, like, a good, consistent Judas Priest-type band.
1: Yeah. So. But very good. Very good. Uh, next up from, uh, New York, I listened to Imperial Tri- Triumphant. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good. Um, the mix of soundscapes and stuff like that. Um, I I really appreciate it. I like what, their aesthetic.
0: What's what style of music? Um,
1: a little bit of uh, I think they when I read about it, it was like a little bit of post-hardcore. Okay. But there's a little bit of uh there's a little bit of a atmospheric uh, metal in there too. Uh, it was just really really good. I enjoy it and like their aesthetic is very cool because if you see the album cover I'm showing yeah, you, I've seen the album cover. And that those are their masks. They wear those masks on stage oh, when nice. they perform. So there's like they have like a, a little bit of a. Uh, uh, their costumes kind of look like a, a mix between uh, Sun and the nameless ghouls from Ghost. Yeah, it's, it's just a cool aesthetic. Yeah. Uh, next up, I listened to War Kings, their new album Revenge. That was really good too. Again, another uh, fantasy-based uh, power metal band. Uh, I want to say fantasy-based, more like um, almost the same band as like Amon Amarth. But I think you might like them a little bit more. They seem a little bit more melodic, a little bit more interesting. Mm, yeah. You might like them a little bit more yeah. than Amanomar. You, you said Amanomar is a little boring for you. Yeah,
0: yeah I'm, I'm not looking forward to doing 10-word reviews on that. We don't, <laughs> we, we don't have that planned yet, so I can say that.
1: Um, next up, I listened to a lot of Anthrax. Yeah. A lot of Anthrax, um, just a lot of Anthrax. Yeah. Um, found some really good gems in there. Um, and of course, just reminding myself of why they have aged the best of the Big Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, went a little old school here in the last two days. Uh, Macedon, Leviathan, just a great fucking record, um, and Iced Earth, Dystopia, another one that you know I hadn't listened to in a while, and, and it was it's just still a great fucking record. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's albums of the day.
0: Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so. I've bought a couple of records, but I haven't listened to them yet. Um, so, I had um a lot of money for like you know the rewards, cashback type thing from Amazon. Right. So I got a lot of I, I got a lot of cash in that because I use the card pretty often, and I also use it to uh to buy my new iPod because I had actually literally filled out my 160 gig iPod. Badass. Yeah. So now I got a 256. Let's oh shit! How, so let's see how long it takes me to fill that shit. So. um so I've I've been buying a couple things, but like I'm getting sidetracked by you know the A to Z run, and um, now preparing for certain ten word reviews videos, which we're going to start keeping a little secret. So, um, so obviously the next one's going to be Anthrax, listening to a, a ton of Anthrax uh, again cuz I went through their I went through their catalog the too. went Z through their one. catalog the A to Z. So I was prepared for some of it. So I went I went back through some of the albums that I, I had less familiarity with and, and listened to those again. Um, now what I bought was the primal fear album. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bought the um I was using the uh, Amazon cashback thing. Uh I I bought the rest of the catalog of Ghost. Nice. Uh including two EPs. Um, so I have that to to start listening to, um, preparing for future, um, um, 10-word reviews that we have planned, because I don't have the discography yet, um, so I'm a couple albums down, so I'm going to start working on that, you know, when I start getting paid, um, but now a lot of the, the time that we've been spending, I've been spending is, uh, listening to, um, Arion. arion has been a big one lately because that's where I am in the A to Z run. Uh-huh. Um, we're currently caught up in the middle of the, of the DVD. I was watching it with Lindsay, and then she, she got—we got to the uh, artist interview part, and she got super bored.
1: <laughs> so,
0: so I can't watch the rest with her; she gets bored. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: um, so I have to I have to watch it up here, and I haven't had really much of an opportunity. To yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's gonna be we're going to watch that one, and then we're probably going to watch The Human Equation li- live again, because that's the next one, um, and then I have to get through the, uh, the source, those DVDs, um, and, um, the Best of Live and those DVDs, and then, um, the last one, um, uh, the um into the electric oh, castle the, live the one you just got yeah into the electric castle live and those DVDs yeah so it's gonna take me a long time to finish Arion especially considering the fact that I'm trying to like get the heads up on all the ten word reviews oh yeah you know, at this point which uh from from Anthrax on I'm not going to reveal because I think I'm thinking of this idea where um uh you know we we play a guessing game with people we uh-huh. like, we like do like a, a blurry. Picture at the end on the on the out screen, uh-huh. and it just says guess, you know,
1: or a little noise to lead to one of them. Well, for,
0: for that one, <laughs>
1: yeah. we could totally do that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I got, I,
0: I got it. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, I'm just thinking of those ideas. But this, I've been, I, I've been trying to you know, like, like be consistent with what we're doing currently, and I've been losing a little track of the A to Z run. So, And then
1: uh, the next thing we're recording, you and I, for our, our tries video, is a coffee one, right?
0: Yes, give me another coffee one. Sweet. So I, I, think, Sweet. We, I think we even said at the last one that we we're doing coffee, and we're actually going to do it legitimately this time. So here's a question
1: for you. What was our, what was our plan for the next um, cooking video that we were trying to do? Uh, banana bread. Banana bread, okay. Is there a fajita one? Because I know you like to cook fajitas.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh, I don't think I saw a recipe in the book. Um, so I'll have to look around, but um, fajitas are pretty pretty easy. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I just like fajitas. So I can always go for fajitas. Yeah,
0: okay. I'll look around and see what's up. So, um, But we we still have a lot of stuff in the tank for the Tries videos.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so... We actually come up to that later on in um, something. In merchandising? And I think I I put that one in uh, general news or something like that. Well, let's get to general news. Well, first we have to go through obituaries, unfortunately. Ah, And what else have you been listening to besides all that? That's it. All right. That's all. Because I've been listening to – I've been doing a lot of reading again. Uh And to have, like, background noise, I've been listening to a lot of, um, I would say, like, uh, Nordic folk music, mm-hmm. so, uh, Mjörker's newest record, yeah, and then, uh, The Moon and the the Night Star, I think it's called it, I, I forgot what it's called, but then, like, just, they have a, a whole, like, Northern, uh, Kings, I think that's what they call it, I don't think it's what it, the, it's not the band, but they have, like, this whole, uh, playlist on Spotify of, like, all that type of shit, and it's fucking really good, um, listening to a uh, I finally broke down, and I joined Popular Culture, and I watched Hamilton on Disney+. Plus, and it's really goddamn good. So I've been listening to the soundtrack a lot, because <laughs> it's awesome. And then, uh, yeah, that's about it, really. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. All right, so you ready to go to obituaries here? Yes, unfortunately. All right. Yeah, there's a couple, too. Uh, so Fleetwood Mac co-founder Peter Green passed away at the age of 73. His family confirmed his death in a statement released by solicitors Swan Turton, who are acting on their behalf. It is with great sadness that the family of Peter Green announced his death this weekend peacefully in his sleep. A further statement will be provided in the coming days, which I have not seen as of yet. Uh, Green co-founded Fleetwood Mac with Mick Fleetwood and Jeremy Spencer in 1967 and wrote one of the band's biggest hits, Albatross. Uh, He left Fleetwood Mac in 1970 and was eventually diagnosed with schizophrenia.
0: Wow schizophrenia is intense so yeah that's... and i know he
1: we reach, we recently mentioned him i think on the podcast of over the course of i think this year because he recently did a project with himself and i think kirk hammett was involved with it as well mm-hmm. so i think we've mentioned him before mm.
0: just still wow the, yeah, yeah the, again schizophrenia is kind of
1: reminds it's... me of um uh, brian wilson from um the Beach Boys. I know. I think he had a, a certain mental illness that pre- that prevented him from like touring. He wrote the music, but he didn't never toured behind it. Mm-hmm. And of course, Sid Barrett with um, Pink Floyd.
0: Yeah, he, he. I think it was just generally he had a bad, very bad trip on LSD and got and kind of stayed that way. Like permanently affected. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um, I heard a story about Brian Wilson where uh, one of his albums that he released was called Smile. Like it was. It was recorded so many years before it was released, and the problem that he had with, his, with it was the the track list order. Like, he couldn't decide on it, yeah, so he never yeah, released I've, I've it. Yeah, I've heard of this record. Yeah. So, uh, that that's, could be a, an OCD type thing, you know?
1: Also true. Alright, original Machine Head drummer uh, Tony has passed away. He was 52 years old. Uh, Costanza was the singer of a Las Vegas metal band named Pap smear before relocating to the San Francisco Bay Area and joining Machine Head in 1992. He sat behind the Kipper for Machine Head's first three shows, uh, which was a punk rock house party on Woolsey Street in Oakland on October 15th, 1992, the Huntridge Theater in Las Vegas, Nevada on August 29th, 1992, and at Los, uh, Los Angeles Metal Fest in Hollywood, California on October 4th, 1992. He left Machine Head in October 1992 and was replaced by Chris Contos, who made his live debut with the group the following month. Machine Head frontman Rob Flynn said that a big chunk of the band's classic debut album Burn My Eyes was written with Costanza, who stepped in because Contos, which was Rob's first choice, and then still a member of Attitude Adjustment and Grinch, didn't have time to devote to Machine Head.
0: Wow. So... So, basically, the, the guy who helped write the part of the first album, yeah, passed away. Okay.
1: Yeah. No cause of death was revealed, mm. and as of right now, uh, former Agnostic Front bassist Alan Peters, uh, who played on the legendary hardcore band's 1987 album "Liberty and Justice for Dot Dot Dot," he has passed away. No further information because it just recently happened. I think within the last two
0: days. Wow.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that is all unfortunate unfortunate news yeah
0: always starting with a downer
1: yep but then we go up from there I think
0: okay I hope but we can only hope
1: <laughs> I only hope alright general news general 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 news A&E Network's Emmy Award winning biography banner will premiere a new documentary special celebrating one of rock's biggest stars featuring exclusive interviews and archival footage biography the nine lives of Ozzy Osbourne delves into the many lives and incredible career of the man who has personified rock and roll rebellion for decades uh, it will premiere on Labor Day, Monday, September 7th. Ooh, yeah, that sounds interesting. It does, it does, because it'll probably be a little bit different than like the uh, behind the music type yeah. thing.
0: That might be something to um, potentially view and review.
1: View and review. We still have to do Veronica.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking that instead of doing a reaction video, we do a review of it. I
1: think that probably would be a better idea. We could also do the same thing for the for Metallica one. S&M 2. Yeah. Because I have plenty of things to say about that. Anyway. Darkest Hour has parted ways with longtime guitarist Michael Lone Star Kerrigan. Nothing really to report beyond that. Mm -hmm. Lamb of God has collaborated with Nightfire Roastworks to create its first small batch single origin coffee Memento Mori. Grown in El Salvador and roasted in Charlotte, North Carolina.
0: Future Tries video. Future Tries video.
1: Yep. Lamb of God's giving us a bunch of stuff to try. Yeah.
0: I mean, their non-alcoholic all, beer was quite good. Yeah, and in addition to all the other stuff that we have uh, planned. So. Right.
1: Uh, Saigon Metalhood, an hour-long documentary which uh, follows three generations of Vietnamese metalheads through the origins of heavy metal in Vietnam to the current struggles of of today's scene, is now available for streaming on Amazon and Vim, Vim, Vimeo. 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 All right. I never heard of that one, so. Uh, but that sounds like it. I always like watching those kind of documentaries cuz I the, the last one I watched very similar to that way back when was uh Heavy Metal Baghdad. Yeah. about a the yeah. And Yeah, that was re- that was a really good documentary. So this is probably around the same vein as that.
0: Yeah, it would be actually very interesting to to see that 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 difference in culture. Yeah, for uh, sure. For, in a documentary. So yeah, that's that's something that actually interests me, so um I don't yeah. think
1: that was the name of the documentary, by the way. I think that might have been the book I read. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. It's still I'm, good. I don't remember. I don't, I I don't remember. All, yeah. But, but yeah, I feel you. Uh, Orianthi, who is, of course, played with Alice Cooper, RSO, and Michael Jackson, uh, has signed a deal with Frontiers Music. Uh, her first new studio album in seven years, and her first new music as a solo artist in six years, is expected to be released this fall.
0: I think I have her other album. One of her other albums. So, cool. Yeah, so that's gonna be that's gonna be good. She's a she's a great guitarist.
1: And Alice Cooper surrounds himself with great guitars. You can only imagine that she's got some chops.
0: Oh yeah, he's he's always he always and he's good at finding like great female guitarists, right? So, all
1: so. right. Last but not least, here and this is just kind of something that to keep in mind about what's going on in the world today when people start talking about the music industry. So Live Nation Entertainment has released uh, financial results for the quarter ended June 30th, 2020. The touring giant posted net revenue of $74.1 million, which is a 98% lower than the $3.16 billion a year earlier, and an adjusted operating loss, loss of $431.9 million. Live Nation had just 24 concerts, in North America, compared to 7,213 in last year's second quarter. 8,000 fans attended the show, compared to 15.84 million in the second quarter of 2019. In Europe, there was a total of 131 concerts, down from 3,309 last year and 41,000 fans. Wow. Yeah. So... Imagine that's just the the promotion, the promoters losing that much money. Imagine what the artists are losing by not touring. Yeah. You know, and then of course I didn't report it here, but the guy from Spotify, the CEO of Spotify, he's pretty much just said that, told the artists that if you want to make more money, make more music. And that was like, why don't you pay the people more for what they've already done? You know. And that's fucked up. It's just fucked up. He's a greedy little bastard. Not too many people are happy with him right now, but yet I still use him.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you do.
1: I I, I I can't I can't not do it. It's just so, so. it's so good for me.
0: <laughs> and it's very useful for for, for approaching discographies that you, you oh, for don't, sure. want, don't want to buy. It saved it
1: saved me an awful lot of money so far. So. Yeah. So. All right, are you ready? Yes. We are not spreading the disease here. Okay. All right, so the 2020 edition of the Aftershock Festival, which was scheduled to take place October 9th through the 11th at Discovery Park in Sacramento, California, has officially been canceled due to the coronavirus pandemic. Metallica and My My Chemical Romance, uh, who were slated to headline this year's event, will now perform at next year's installment of Aftershock, set to take place October 7th through the 10th, 2021, at Discovery Park. As originally planned, Metallica will play two separate headlining sets on Friday, October eighth, and Sunday, October tenth, with a unique setlist for each performance. Okay. Machine Head have canceled their previously announced rescheduled twenty twenty tour dates for Europe and Australia due to the coronavirus and pandemic, which is sweeping the globe. The second run of European dates was originally scheduled to kick off in Spain on April nineteenth, uh, continuing across Portugal, Eastern Europe, Russia, Scandinavia, and wrapping up in the UK. On June 6th, after being postponed once, the shows were slated to kick off on October 8th in Spain and concluded November uh, in England. But now it's 100% cancelled.
0: Gotcha. Damn.
1: And last but not least here for not spreading disease, Foo Fighters have cancelled their van tour. The trek, which was originally scheduled to take place in April and May, was rescheduled two months ago to this fall, uh, but it has been canceled again due to the per- the coronavirus. Yeah, and we can probably see a few more of those rescheduled dates that we've. We're so optimistic about being canceled.
0: Yeah. Um. I don't know if we mentioned the last podcast or anything, but Ramstein uh, postponed their so their to stuff until literally next year. Um. So my tickets are still good. So.
1: That's interesting. But, we'll see what
0: we'll see what happens. But also, strange thing about that. Um, so. Um, my my licensed supervisor got tickets as well, and he tells me that he got he got the notice of it being postponed, but also got a refund for the tickets, and I'm like... Like, immediately? I, I don't know how, how quickly it came. I was going to say, where did he
1: buy his tickets from?
0: Uh, we bought it, like, from... Uh, oh, I don't know. I think his wife bought them. Um, but I would assume from either Live Nation or Ticketmaster. Huh. But... Interesting. I used I used Ticketmaster, so like I very had, uh, interesting. I, used, I I I stole the code. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: but yeah, um, he's he's like, dude, be on the watch out for that. So I was like,
1: uh, hopefully that comes through. I yeah. mean, I mean, I know you stole all the tickets, but just in case.
0: Yeah, like, well, I'm also worried that if it comes through, my tickets are no longer valid. Yeah, that's also show true too. That Day and they're like, nope. You know,
1: that's also very true.
0: Yeah, so I'm I'm worried about that. So so if I do, I haven't seen a refund yet, so if I do see one, I might call. I mean, in general,
1: sale. I would I would be worried about just the show happening at all. Yeah, I mean, well, even a year away, I was still worried about it. Yeah, <laughs> at I, this point I,
0: again, I've I, I've I've said I don't necessarily see the light at the end of the tunnel at this time. So I mean, I'm I'm just just kind of thinking of the here and now at this point. Yeah, but, but there, that's always a consideration, you know, for the future. So. um I'm still not eager to go to a show with anybody, although I really want to spread my uh, mask around, so my mask is badass. <laughs> yeah, it, is. it is pretty nice. Yeah, so...
1: Alright, so you ready to move on?
0: Yes, I'm ready.
1: He's the one they call Dr. Field, not so good. Ugh. Well Well, uh, drummer Bakir Ramadan of Dubai United Arab Emirates Base Extreme medalers, um Nerve Cell is one of the survivors of an explosion in Beirut, Lebanon last week that killed more than 150 people and wounded over, over 5,000. Have you seen the videos of this? No, I have not. Oh my gosh, it's, it's crazy. It was an accident.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it says officials believe the cause of the uh, August 4th blast was over 2,700 2, metric tons of ammonium nitrate, which is a highly explosive substance used in fertilizer that had been stored at a warehouse in the city's port like the explosion like they have a lot, of, a lot of like live videos of the explosion it's ridiculous it looks like something out of a movie it's mm-hmm. insane Like and the shockwave that went by after. Uh, it's incredible to watch but this gentleman uh, was nearby and was one of the 5,000 that were injured in that particular explosion mm-hmm. so wow. but that's it for the doctor gotcha yeah.
0: okay well, at, least, at least no one else is getting hurt yeah, um, yeah. not that we know couple, of like, unless you're getting more news
1: all right, so got no one's getting better cuz no one's guess not sick or whatever. Um no one's broken the law. Metallica hasn't broken anything recently. Wow. Although wow. they are back in uh they are back at headquarters, they're rehearsing.
0: Yeah, I saw that video. Uh
1: which is kind of cool. Uh rumor has it they might be they they might be teasing in a uh performance on the Howard Stern show. Okay. Which would be cool. Uh so we will keep you guys up to date on that as we get information. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do have one for Dan's other favorite section, *Fufuden*. Yeah. yeah. Um, immortal members, the two remaining immortal members here, uh, Harold Demones Nevdal and Radar Hogar Hoganen, are um, involved in a legal dispute over the rights to the band's name. According to documents uncovered by Norway's VG, a new conflict has arisen between the two remaining members, with uh, Demones registering Immortal with the Norwegian Patent Office as his exclusive trademark in July of 2019. The registration was approved, and he was therefore given the exclusive right to use the band name commercially, so only he has the right to use Immortal. However, his bandmate chose to appeal the registration, and the matter was ruled in his favor, meaning that Nemenez no longer has the exclusive right to the Immortal name. The Norwegian Patent Office ruled that the rights of, of to the immortal name belong to the band as a whole, not to the individual members.
0: Okay. So eventually, so, you
1: probably end up seeing like two versions of immortal. Okay.
0: So, so basically, they they both own it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and a, a bath in the background, like, know, oh, man, what the fuck? <laughs> Just like, I'm staying out of this shit. I'll okay, figure I, this I shit got out. My, I got my own problems.
1: I'll get my shares when I rejoin the band eventually. <laughs> all right, we got nothing for alcoholica today. Yep. I have a bunch of merchandising, but it's all relatively the same. Okay. There, there are three separate articles, relatively the same thing. So I'll just, I'll just go through them. Okay. Um, so Nirvana is going to get the uh, the jigsaw puzzle treatment this okay. summer. Nevermind and In Utero will be made available on September fourth, twenty twenty, as five hundred piece puzzles. Plus, there will be a one thousand piece version of Nevermind. Uh, put out on September 18th. Of course, this is all by Z Productions. Next up, Z Productions will uh, release 11 classic album covers as 1,000 piece jigsaw puzzles in September. Uh, these include ACDC's Highway to Hell, David Bowie's Let's Dance, Elton John's Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. That's nice. Elton John's Captain Fantastic. Yeah, that's nice too. Iron Maiden, The Number of the Beast. Yep. Kiss Destroyer. Okay. Master of Puppets. We just mentioned Queen's, uh not Queen's, uh, Nirvana's Nevermind, mm. then Queen, uh, News of the World, and Queen 2. Oh, also, The Rolling Stones, it's only rock and roll. Wow, Queen 2 would be a hard one. Mostly black. Yeah. So. Yeah, that would be fucking frustrating as fuck. I
0: At least they are not doing the
1: black album. I mean, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to piss a lot of people off. i <laughs> us um, just do it upside down. I, I, yeah, that was a good episode. <laughs> That was a very good episode. Yeah. Uh, the Clash will get the Jigsaw treatment this fall. Uh, give them a rough rope. I'll give them enough rope, sorry. And English Civil War we made available on October 9th, 2020. as 500-piece puzzles.
0: I'm assuming they have already done London Culling and Clash rock.
1: Can only imagine. Yeah. I can only imagine. Oh, combat rock, sorry. All right, you ready for some recording news? Yes, I am. Here we go. Armored Saint will release its new album in October via Metal Blade Records. All right. The fall of the 2015's hands, win, hands down, was tracked with veteran producer-engineer Bill uh, Metoyer and, of course, bassist producer Joey Vera and was once again being mixed by Jay Rustin, who, of course, has worked with uh, Stone Sour, Steel Panther, and Amanomar. That might be a thing. That might be a thing?
0: That might be a thing.
1: Uh, Mastodon, they recently released a new single, Falling Torches. Uh, Friday july 31st. the track is taken from what appears to be a new rarities uh, compilation titled Medium Rarities, uh, which is scheduled to arrive on September 11th. Very nice. Uh, Marilyn Manson will release his eleventh studio album We Are Chaos on September 11th via Loma Vista Records. Wow. He's just pro- he's getting a little prolific in his old age.
0: yeah, yeah uh, it well. wasn't
1: uh, wasn't the latest album not that long ago.
0: Uh, it was Pale Emperor I think 2015 but the
1: one that was supposed to be Say 10 he changed yeah, the album, that album one but that got, was fairly recent
0: yeah that was wasn't the high end of Low it was like Heaven Turned Upside Down or something
1: yeah something like that yeah
0: Yeah. So he. he I
1: really gotta catch up on his latter discography
0: yeah um, but in the last five years this would make number three yeah So.
1: good for him Alright, Seven Dust has set Blood and Stone as the title of its 13th studio album, due on October 23rd via Rise Records.
0: That I saw, and I was like, damn it, I'm still behind. (laughs) Yeah, I'm way
1: behind on this. Uh, The follow-up to 2018's All I See Is War, which I did not listen to once, was once again tracked at Studio Barbosa in Gotha, Florida, with uh, producer Michael Elvis Baschetti, who also uh, previously worked with All the Bridge and Slash, among others. Mm. Devin Townsend has released that he's working on a new album. Of course. Of course he is, just in time. Anyway, Devin describes the material he has come up with so far as weird, alien-sounding, effervescent, sunny load of oddness. Fucking love his shit. Dream Theater guitarist John Petrucci has confirmed to Spain's Metal Hammer magazine that the band is planning to use some of its coronavirus downtime to work on the follow-up to last year's Distance Over Time album. Of course. Of course. Because why stop? Marty Freeman has confirmed that he is putting the finishing touches on his new solo album. Speaking to Bob Nabilin of Shockwave's uh, hard, hard Radio podcast, he said, I'm still working on the record. I haven't really got anything to report as for when and where it's going to be get released because obviously COVID changed a lot of release dates and event things. Yeah. King Mothership, which is the new band featuring peripheries Spencer Sotello and Matt Hal- Halpern, with slaves bassist, uh, uh, with slaves bass player Ty Wright, will release his debut album *The Ritual* on October second via Three Dot Recordings. Very cool. I would probably more than likely check that out. Yeah. And Benediction will release their new album *Scriptures* on October sixteenth via Nuclear Blast. That's cool. The disc was produced by uh, Scott Atkins at Grindstone Studio in England and will be released digitally on CD and, of course, in various vinyl formats.
0: Of course. Of course because you gotta have he gotta have them all
1: yep yep alright we have no live recordings to report on yep but re- rewind replay rebound remastered I'm actually gonna change that to reissued eventually because it's not necessarily remastered but whatever yeah uh, Patero will release a 20th anniversary edition of its final album reinvented in the steel on September 18th Nuclear Blast has set an October 2nd release date for the Enigma years 1987 to 1990 CD box set from San Francisco Bay Area metalers Death Angel. Featuring the albums The Ultraviolence, including the Kirk Hammett-produced Kill As One demo, oh, yeah, Kill As One demo, Frog Through the Park, Fall From Grace, and Rarities in a four-CD wallet.
0: Oh, there, that's a reissue, because I have that.
1: Okay. Yeah. And last but not least here, Black Sabbath celebrates the 50th anniversary In 2020, of its multi-million selling album, Paranoid, with a 5 LP, 4 CD edition released on October 9th, featuring the vinyl debut of two 1970 concerts. So Paranoid, Super Deluxe Edition includes the original album, in addition to a rare 1974 quad mix of the album folded down to stereo. Plus two concerts from 1970, from Montreux and Brussels, that that are pressed on vinyl for the very first time. The five LP set comes with a hardbound book with extensive liner notes featuring interviews with all four band members, rare photos and memorabilia, a poster, as well as a replica of the tour book sold during the Paranoid Tour.
0: That sounds pretty badass. It's crazy. Yeah, I kind of love it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to buy it, but I love it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, well, I was going to say, um, the last couple of Napalm Death records... Came out um, reissued on vinyl. Oh, nice! Yeah, so they're all
1: seven-inch, right? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Because they're so short. (laughs) They
0: actually have like like like, you know half-hour albums.
1: I know. I yeah.
0: Although, like the first album, it's it's very funny because it has um, god, nearly nearly ninety tracks because they give you the album as it was originally released, and then they give you the rough mix of them. But the the album is, like, 40 plus songs, like 46 songs.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, so you basically get, like, this whole entire album, which is just literally about 20, 30 minutes, and then you get like the same album again but but in like a rough demo mix
1: that's fucking hilarious yeah
0: um the next one wasn't any better because it's like 20 plus tracks plus some bonus tracks or like some bonus live tracks um and like the it totals like you know 30 40 tracks and it's still just as short like they started writing longer songs after that point and they all clock in around the 30 minute mark that's crazy. Um, so yeah, it's, that's so it, crazy. It, it's it's good too, I like especially when once, like, once uh, once uh, Barney Greenway joins the band, it gets a lot better. Oh,
1: well, Barney Greenway. Greenway. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> you definitely give that treatment to it cause,
0: <laughs> because because like the the vocals on the first one they're okay, second one I'm not keen on, and then the third one Barney uh, Mark Barney uh, Greenway comes in and it just starts to get better.
1: Yeah. So that's awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: Alright, so are you ready for the good that men and women do? Yes. Alright, so Sully Erna of Godsmack gathered some of Rock's top voices for his Live from the Living Room Marathon fundraiser to benefit the Scars Foundation, which he founded. The Thursday, August 6th, August 6th benefit streams on his YouTube channel and the Foundation's Facebook page and featured special sets from Godsmack and also Sully doing a um, uh, solo bit. Plus performances from Aaron Lewis of Stain, Brett Smith and Zach Myers of Shinedown, Papa Roach, Mike Mushok, and Adam Gontier of uh, San Estonia, and Nuno Benincourt of Extreme. Oh, also Clint Lowry from Seven Dust.
0: Okay. Or get your degree. Or get your degree.
1: So that was the good that, that men and women do. Very nice. Uh, got nothing for Crowdfunder.
0: Uh, no, I haven't looked in a while. I actually turned on my my tablet for the first time in a week, which I had to put down because it likes to sit there and like, hey, it's like it tries to give me everything that happened in, in since you last turned it on. Oh my god! So it's just this rush of notifications and I'm like can you fuck off <laughs> 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 like please like I, I'm getting messages that I got like a week ago this
1: guy does that too with my, yeah, my, my fucking laptop here it's so
0: irritating cause once like, yeah. you turn it on you have to leave it alone for like 10 minutes cause it'll just start ringing and buzzing like, can't
1: you just be up, synced up with my phone I can't I close out everything on my fucking phone yeah pretty Fucker. much uh,
0: but yeah alright
1: shit you want anything
0: shit I want Um, no, I, I, right now, I, I, I just want to get paid again so I can buy more stuff.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Heard that, bro, heard that.
0: So everything else I want is pretty much, uh. You know, I would like concert to restart again. I would like to be, go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have, I have like if I haven't been to my house, I've been to your house, which is two houses down. Yeah, I was going to say. And like literally maybe the gas station. <laughs> I haven't been like I went to Costco once and I felt like uh, this is weird.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can I can pretty much agree with that yeah. I, I've been to work. Yeah, I've been to work, and I think yeah. I went to I went to the grocery store yesterday, and oh, that was about I it.
0: I haven't I haven't been to my my office since maybe April. Jesus Christ! And they're actually using it now for other things.
1: So they're renting it out. They're pretty much
0: renting it out. I don't know if I'll have an office when I get back. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what's happening anymore.
1: <laughs> it's the lodger. It's yeah. Joe.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll walk in there, and I'm just all my like all my stuff should be boxed up, and, and like you know, I have my on poster, and my degrees over there, and my my iPod player and stuff. Oh shit! Yeah. So yeah, uh, it's gonna be weird, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm just uh, all I really want now is to get the rest of the discographies for the bands that we're looking to do ten word reviews on, which are being kept secret. Yeah, I'm
1: I'm pretty pumped for some of the ones that we got coming up, though. It's gonna be a lot of fun.
0: Because spoiler alert, we have it planned to the to the possibly to the beginning of next year.
1: So. Fingers crossed we actually keep to it, because we make these plans, Yeah. and we don't manage our own expectations. Well, ever,
0: everyone's getting involved. Uh, as people have seen, we do have the inclusion now of Bird and Tom, who have been uh, contributing ideas and whatnot, as well as taking fan contributions and our own uh, wishes. So we have been thinking ahead this time, so it gives us more time to be prepared. Yeah. So we don't want to we don't want to sleep on them like I typically do because my part of my problem part of the problem with the releasing them is that I've been typically editing them
1: yeah but um, now we have a little bit of help with that
0: now we, but now we have a little bit of help so we're going to increase the amount so that's that's what I want to have things be a, be out consistently yeah be and be good so be good yeah i want to start album reviews again and i want to make sure we stick to our schedule that's what i want so all right. Agreed. Okay. Sounds good. Um, as far as what you want, what do you want? Aside from Metallica S&M. Cause so I think that that's about
1: it, really. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's really the one thing I'm really, really looking forward to. Like, I really want. Like, I remember seeing it in the theater and being, like, thoroughly impressed with everything. Like, yeah. it was such an imp- I wouldn't say improvement. But I you could tell, like, the difference between the first one and the second one was, number one, 20 years in between. There's a lot of more confidence in the ability to do such a show. Yeah. And just the 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 scale of it was much bigger, and I think that it's because they knew they can accomplish so much more now, mm-hmm. and I think like I think we should do a, a full on review of it myself. So I'm not gonna go too, to to do much detail, but it's just really fucking good, mm-hmm. and I'm excited to to see it
0: and and experience it again. Now my when I when I ordered it. Um... They actually had a warning that it's slightly different from the cinematic version.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. So, like, uh, I will have to see if I can remember the cinematic version that well to to make the, out the differences.
0: Yeah. So that. Did might they be, give any
1: details of what to what the difference? No, was? no? they just said
0: they, they, like they have one of those things that say, like. This format is version is uh, modified from the original. Version. Oh,
1: oh, the format. Okay, it probably just yeah. means the scale, of the of the of like the ratio. Of the yeah. that maybe, they, maybe that a but, lot of a lot of the movie. Yeah, I got I got what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It maybe it may, it's, it's been just formatted to fit your screen.
0: You see a lot of that, but it, but it might can actually mean that it, it changes in, from the original?
1: Yeah, we'll so, see. We'll, we'll see. see.
0: Um, but yeah, that I found that kind of interesting. So, um, but yeah, that's our that's the things we want. So
1: you know, because the 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 work the thing about it, uh, Metallica, they're always a great live show. Mm-hmm. And, of course, their stage show was always very good. Um, and I, I think I've said this before, uh, their their movie that they did, Through the Never, I really wish they re- re- they released a version of that, because they released the movie with the narrative and the, the concert footage. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they had the soundtrack, but they never released just footage of the concert, like yeah. a concert DVD. I would love to have had that, because that, that was fucking it's spectacular. Yeah. So I wish they did that. Yeah. I, w- I wish I had that.
0: You know. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going to listen to the album. As far as watching the DVD, it's going to it's going to be a little bit, it's going to be a little bit of time. But we can we can review though.
1: Yeah. Again, like I, I, I like if we did do that, I would like to do like a comparison, compare the first the the first one, and the second one, mm-hmm. not just set wise wise, but like everything, the whole aspect of the show.
0: We can we can we can do that in the midst of it. Yeah. So, all
1: right. So that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do that. All right. You ready for some concert news? There's not much. Okay. All right, so we got From the Comfort of Your Home, Down will perform for the first time in four years as part of a virtual concert later this month. Uh, Apparently that is going to be announced on Tuesday, uh, this coming Tuesday, so the day after we release the podcast. So I'm sure that we will have details for you on the next podcast for that event. Yes. Uh, Festivals. UK's Download Festival has announced Kiss, Biffy Clyro, and System of a Down as its 2021 headliners, plus many more of the world's most exciting bands in rock, punk, hardcore, and metal, including Deftones, Corn, Steel Panther, and The Distillers. All of them will return. Um, uh, will return blah, 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 even more to be announced. Okay, blah blah blah. The three-day festival takes place on June 4th through the 6th, 2021, at the spiritual home of rock in Donnington Park, Leicestershire. Very nice. Uh, touring, regular touring news here. Guns N' Roses has announced the rescheduled dates for its European tour. The band has originally, the the band was originally slated to tour Europe earlier this year, but was forced to postpone the shows due to the coronavirus. Now, Guns N' Roses has revealed a new set of dates for the trek, kicking off in Lisbon, Portugal, on on June second, twenty twenty one, and wrapping up on June thirtieth, twenty twenty one, in Munich, Germany.
0: I'm still surprised that they're. Like, they're planning ahead like that. Right. Like, they haven't reportedly been at each other's throats or anything. Yeah. Like, I'm...
1: The money just must be too good.
0: uh, Like, I mean, Axel did sink a lot into Chinese democracy. Yeah. So... But, yeah. I still partially like that album, so...
1: Alright, right, one-offs here. Steel Panther Mm -hmm. are bringing their debaucherously fun concert experience to Pennsylvania this September. The band will perform live at two Pennsylvania-area drive-ins this coming September as part of the Fast Cars and Loud Guitars Tour at the Starlight Drive-In in in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on September 11th and the Circle Drive-In in Scranton, Pennsylvania on September 12th. Steel Panther will rock live on stage as the performance is broadcast on the movie screen with the audio available via an outdoor PA system, as well as in everyone's car via FM transmitter, this will help to keep all audiences uh, socially and sexually distant. Because it's Steel Panther.
0: Yeah, yeah, I got it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because it's Steel Panther.
0: Yeah, not 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 a fan of theirs, really.
1: Not. Neither am I. Yeah. Neither am I. But, not a hundred percent,
0: but they they're they're still you know kind of metal, so. Yeah. But, yeah, really not a fan of those.
1: All right, you ready for some heavy metal in the charts? Uh, <laughs> you ready for the charts? <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. All right, well, some noteworthy points before we get into the, the, the disappointing top 200. Uh, the Pretty Reckless Heaven Knows the Single was certified platinum by the RIAA on July 15th for accumulating one million certified units. According to the RIAA, one equivalent song unit is equal to a single digital song sale or... 150 on-demand audio and or video streams. Heaven Knows originally appeared on the Pretty Reckless' second album, Going to Hell, which debuted at number 5 on the Billboard 200 chart back in 2014, with more than 35,000 copies sold in its first week of release. 5 Finger Death Punch's 2015 album, Gacho 6, has been certified silver in the United Kingdom for equivalent sales of 60,000 units. Woot. And, and "Justice for None, 2018, the seventh studio album from Five Finger Death Punch was uh, officially certified gold on July 31st by the RIAA for sales in excess of half a million copies.
0: Uh, here in the States? Yes. Oh, wow.
1: Yes. But that's noteworthy points. Now, okay. are you ready for the top 200? Mm-hmm. Number one. Is the new album from Taylor Swift, Folklore, which I listened to and enjoyed.
0: You monster. Uh, I, th- I thought it was pretty damn good. Whatever, <laughs> I'm just dude. Like, I'm just thinking of uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. She makes me feel things. She makes everyone feel things. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> fucking Terry.
1: <laughs> I need to consume 10,000. 000... <laughs> Where's my Joker? Alright. Uh, the next, number two, is the new album from Logic called No Pressure. Number three is Juice World Legends Never Die. Number four, Pop Smoke, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon. And number five is the original Broadway cast of Hamilton, the musical. A good portion of that was probably due to me. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. It's fantastic. Now we are scrolling.
0: Okay. <laughs> Here comes the fun. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, you're, you've gotten pretty far already.
1: <laughs> okay, number 30. Okay. Greatest Hits by Queen. So okay. you, can, you can just already automatically assume that they are number one on the Hard Rock charts, so yep. we're not even going to bother
0: with that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, this sucks.
1: <laughs> uh, Bob Marley and the Whalers, the best of, is at number 40. Elton yeah. John's Diamond is at number 41. Yeah, that's
0: not helping me except for Elton John.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. Greatest Clearwater Revival is at number 51.
0: Yeah.
1: Rumor. Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. 52. Okay. So who's listening to a lot of Fleetwood Mac?
0: I know somebody who's a huge fan of Stevie Nicks. so. Journey's Greatest Hits. 62. What's
1: Back 62? in Black. Back in Black. ACDC.
0: Number 65. I thought you were going to say 69. I'm like, yes. 65. Yeah. Five. So, Classic Rock is having its little revival at this point. Everyone's just got Spotify playing at home while they're working from home. Also, Back in Black is technically 40 years old.
1: That's also true. That's probably why it was, it was popular. Why I picked that, because everyone was celebrating the 40th anniversary. Probably. The Beatles won, number 86. That came out of nowhere. Oh, then The Acacia Strain has a new album out called Slow Decay, and uh, it debuts at number 87. On the hard rock, on the top 200.
0: I I barely know who that is, so.
1: It's just funny that they're 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 that high. Yeah, Well the Greatest show. Guns and Roses greatest hits number 97. We are now in the lower 100s. Um, All time greatest hits. Leonard Skinner 105. Oh, 100
0: oh, Not a Leonard Skinner fan, really. I like him.
1: Abbey Road by the Beatles. 113.
0: I, wonder, I keep wondering why that album in particular.
1: Um, I don't remember the track listing, but I, it probably has to do with certain tracks.
0: Yeah, probably. But I mean, I feel like
1: that, that the certain tracks should be on Beatles 1, that it should already be on there?
0: Oh, yeah, maybe that. Like, like what particular track is bringing up Abbey Road, um, or, or what particular simultaneous tracks are bringing right. up Abbey Road? I'm, I'm, I'm sure I've said this before, but it's just, it's still... Um, like, when one particular album from an artist is on the chart and, like, the rest aren't, I'm like... Well, I can see for
1: Fleetwood Mac. Like, Rumors is, like, their most famous record. It has yeah. their most, like... um biggest hits on it yes and it's one album and they don't have a greatest hits album on it I, I'm curious of why Abbey Road and the greatest hits yeah they're on it that's
0: exactly yeah that's exactly what I'm thinking
1: like, I, I could also see when it happens like when there's a greatest hits by a band and then a new album is on the chart I can see mm-hmm. that yeah but when definitely that greatest hits album is taking from that one particular fucking album yeah I, I'm curious the same thing you are
0: yeah so
1: very much in the same vein here uh, of course Thriller Michael Jackson
0: Yeah.
1: and again it probably has to do with where the record companies are taking these tracks from mm-hmm. you know like Thriller's probably on there because people, a lot of people stream the song Thriller so it comes from the album Thriller but the Michael Jackson Greatest Hits might be on there because they're listening to Bad or Beat It from different records mm-hmm. from the Greatest Hits one and that's mm-hmm. what the record company's pushing and that's what they're allowing it to stream from or something like that. You know what I mean? Maybe.
0: It's it, it just maybe part of the algorithm that, that also uh, true. Spotify does.
1: Well, greatest Hits for Hot Chili Peppers is at number
0: 147. Yeah. That one I can understand.
1: Yeah. So. The Essential Billy Joel, same thing, 154. Mm-hmm. The Greatest Hits by Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band is 158. Hot Rocks by Rolling Stones at 161. All Greatest Hits records. Yeah. Silence. Uh, the essential Elvis Presley. The very best of Holland Oates. The ultimate collection of Bon Jovi. A decade of instruction by Gunther uh, by Five Finger Death Punch. Wow, that
0: was a horrible mix up.
1: And then never mind. Again greatest hits, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Uh oh my god, there is a Fleetwood Mac's greatest hits here. Wow. There it is, number one eighty six. Wow. I wonder if that has anything to do with um, uh, Peter Green's passing.
0: Yeah, it probably does.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. it. <laughs> that's yeah. That's
0: it. Okay, so that's that's kind of disappointing and boring. Well, of course. Okay. So. I,
1: I don't even know what, what we – we're not managing our own expectations here. Yeah,
0: we, we kind of know what to expect. But what I want to do in the future, um, we've – We've come up with an idea to potentially start thinking about non-metal stuff and kind of our, uh-huh. our our reaction to them. So, so that might come from the charts. Okay. Yeah, we might we might pick something from the charts. Well, I was gonna say.
1: I mean, I listened to the the, the Taylor Swift record. I think well, I think we
0: wanted to stay away from that one. In I know. I, 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 I
1: and I and I. The thing is about that is I felt that I, I know I like I brought it up to the to the group and I felt the immediate reaction of no. Yeah. And I think that's. It kind of just made me think of why what the the problem I have with the the metal listening community in the first place is they're so fucking closed minded. Immediately shut shit down. I think
0: part of it is that we would get so many like, even if we liked it, we would probably get like so many. Like, but the thing is, downs. again, that's
1: the problem with the community at large. Like, yeah. uh, the, the thing I I, I like about. Um, the fact that she released an album that was a surprise I no one was really expecting it, apparently, that people, like, immediately, like, it was like a celebration. It wasn't like, oh, it's not, like, when Metallica releases a record, it's everyone goes into a trepidation. It's like, oh, it's not going to be Master of Puppets. Yeah. But when anybody else releases a record, like the pop side, when, like, Beyonce or, T- or Taylor Swift released a record, people are actually excited to see what they're going to sound like now. Yeah. You know, and I think that's, the closed-mindedness of the metal community is very detrimental to our own fucking, fucking scene. Yeah, It sucks. Yeah. And the thing is, it also leaves us closed-minded to other areas of music that we could potentially like. I mean, you you go into the Taylor Swift record expecting something that it's not at all. Mm. Uh, this this Her album, Folklore, is not what you would expect. It's not like the poppy shit that you usually hear from her. It's actually very much um, piano and melody driven and it's not like again it's not her poppy shit it's actually really well written songs Mm -hmm. you know and it's good so I mean I think the closed mindedness of our particular fan base uh, as the metal community as a whole is detrimental to ourselves Yeah, it sucks I think it's stupid and I think it has to come with for me it came with old age and I say I say that as a as a person who's like was very much in the same vein, like oh, I want to go listen. I fuck that. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. But now it's like you know why am I being such a dick? Yeah. You know, and again I think that has to come with with, with old age. Yeah. And being more open to things and like why not try it? I mean, yeah. I, if I don't like it, I don't have to fucking listen to it. Like I'm not gonna just immediately turn it off.
0: The mentality of you know like it's at the top of a chart for a reason. You know? Yeah. You
1: know, uh, and 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 some and the funny thing is is that like. I feel the same way sometimes about when people like bash Nickelback. It's like someone likes these people, someone is out there who likes them, and I want to know why. I love them, yeah, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't find them horrible either. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with Firefinger Death Punch. We we make a lot of fun of that band on the show, but the fact of the matter is that they're not horrible.
0: Yeah,
1: you they know, do, they do and, really good covers. And I, I I just don't like the hatred that's immediate and the venomous. Like, is just, I think it's just wrong you know
0: it's not a discussion for today <laughs>
1: well the thing is like I mean I was also thinking about this too because I have very opinionated things about like uh, like Megadeth if I was to be part of, of the 10 word review the thing my review of Supercollider would be like fuck that record I hate that record mm-hmm. but the thing is I also take it in context with the rest of the discography Yeah, you know why can't you do that with all of music because like I, I don't like this particular artist but did you actually listen to him did you try mm-hmm. did you do anything to 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 justify your fucking hatred, yeah. Or did you just flat out say it's not what I like, you know? Yeah. So that's that's my two cent rant here for the day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I I absolutely understand, and that's why I, I am I would be on board with doing one for Taylor Swift.
1: I mean, I, even if we just did it on our own on our own show, and we did it. Kind of like at the like the way Pat does at the end of his radio show, he does something completely different. Yeah. If we ended our show, or even in our album reviews or album discussion, at the beginning of the show, just something completely different that we listen to, I don't see why we couldn't do that.
0: Okay, I think we can do that. Well, I'll, I'll we'll we'll bring it up to them, and and if we don't if we don't do a video of it, we'll do it on the podcast. Yeah.
1: Because I think like just an honest review from someone who doesn't normally listen to that type of music, like an objective view would be, you know, I think it would be good. Yeah, you know,
0: I, that's why I want to do that with with something like like the the, the Billboard Top 200. Like, you know,
1: like we make like uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you again, but yeah, like, we pick one of those bi- like one of those artists that we like. We make fun of their name. It's like, man, that's a stupid ass name. Mm-hmm. But we actually listen to it. We might enjoy it. I yeah. doubt it, just because we already have that association. And but. We might actually find something redeemable.
0: Yeah. Did you see the video of the um, the kids reacting to Phil Collins? Oh no! But I heard about it. Yeah. I heard about it. Yeah. I heard about it. Like like even when the drum park comes in, they go, "Oh shit!" <laughs> 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 and then they're, they're just sitting there like going along with it, like like that. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's actually very funny to watch. I'm but, sure it's great. Yeah, and and, and even even better was. Uh, I was, uh, I was used in the car earlier that day, um, and I had actually heard um, uh, fucking Genesis. Um, God, the the one that Disturbed covers. Oh my God! I can't. Land of confusion. Land of confusion. Like that came on, and then immediately followed by "In the Air Tonight" by Phil Collins. Nice. So I was like, what radio oh,
1: station? Oh, was that on your iPod? That was Eagle. Oh my God, that's yeah, that's like, a fucking great combo yeah, right there. Uh, like
0: I listen to those two tracks, I come back. Lindsay shows me the video.
1: That's amazing. <laughs> it's just Phil Collins all over the place. Yeah, seriously. Like I,
0: I'm pretty <laughs> sure that part of the story was that he's like charting right now because of it. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. So yeah, it's 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 kind of cool to see that. But you know, like the, the, those kind of reactions are are cool to see because it's like you know kids who who you know who may not be used to that kind of style like like their 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 poppy style which is you know a big a big sound right now. Phil Collins has a very poppy sound for the most part mm-hmm. so he would he would probably fit in well you know yeah especially with something like that he's, he's he is on the drum side he does kind of lean heavily on the drums yeah even something like an early Peter Gabriel might be well received at this point so yeah. Just a little more open-mindedness would be nice. Yeah, so I, I, I think we can do something with the, the Taylor Swift album at least. So, to I, our to our forty to fifty listeners. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll alienate thirty-nine of them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, I think with some of the some of the like subtle political things, we probably alienated a bunch of people. But whatever.
1: <laughs> but I th- I, I, again, I think just a little more open-mindedness and not going into things with like. You know, predetermined fucking expectations or whatever. Yeah. Like I actually, like I listen like when I was when I used to drive for Uber, I used to listen to a lot of pop radio because it's the safest thing to put on, and some of it's not bad. Like I get why people like it. Yeah. So to go into something like that with an objective mind would be, I think, benefit. Like for me, it'd be beneficial to actually like kind of like explore things that I may not have thought about before. Mm -hmm. You know, especially like. When I would hear, like, old Backstreet Boy songs, like, now, 20, 25 years later, I fucking get it. I fucking get why they were so popular. They're catchy as shit. They're fun. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, they're well-written songs. You I know. actually
0: I have this, this this strong enjoyment of the song Live in Livid Loca now. <laughs>
1: yeah, I remember we were just talking about that. Yes, yeah. yes.
0: Um even the, even some some Backstreet Boys type stuff like that kind of that kind of melodic popish sound I can get I can get behind. Not
1: necessarily the sappy love songs but like the the dance no. numbers I can no, definitely but, get behind.
0: Like, like like love songs are kind of kind of hard ones but um
1: like Backstreet's Back that's a great fucking track.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. I uh, I think that's just a lot of fucking um, fun.
0: Uh, there's one particular track by uh, Christina Aguilera, Fighter.
1: Oh yeah, that's a great uh, track. That's uh, a not, great one. Not
0: Fighter, uh, Dirty.
1: Uh, both Dirty, of, both it, those are really Dirty, good.
0: Dirty Fighter, um, and there was another one, um, but like they're really good.
1: Yeah. You know, they. I mean, you can argue about who wrote the songs and whatnot, but it yeah. doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. I mean, Aerosmith doesn't write all their own songs. Yeah. You know, they have Desmond Child. That's what he does. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just a matter of like whether you like, whether the song is good or not. Yeah. You know, and again, that's also up for objective and 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 interpretation, and you know whatever you feel makes a good song. But the fact of the matter is that these things are popular for a fucking reason. So it's a it's a matter of like swallowing your own fucking hipster pride and acknowledging that it's not bad, or just being a, a self righteous douchebag for the rest of your life.
0: Unless you can sit there and legitimately argue why it's bad.
1: Yeah, like, like, I, like. I would love to be able to say, someone say, like, Nickelback sucks, like, all right, why? Well, they just suck. Why? Why do they suck? Their songs suck. Why? Tell me why. And no one can. Yeah. Like, if you started saying, oh, I don't like their lyrics, I don't feel like he's blah, 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 I can get behind you on that. That's your opinion. That's, like, a well-formulated opinion. But if you just say it just blatantly sucks, that's not substantial enough for me. Yeah.
0: So. so it yeah I mean, th- you got it like that's why I, that's that's part of the reason why when many years ago um, and even to the mentality of, of now I, I have always tried to do my own reviews mm-hmm. um, I've written reviews on um, God was where was it uh, not Amazon but something something similar to it years ago Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And I wrote that I wrote like reviews for it because like you know the if you go through them now, typically like there's short reviews, and they just say like you know like this album sucks, and it's like I want to give a review that counts uh-huh. that actually says something you know like this is this is a good record because mm, this is a this is like some parts are jarring because mm, hmm something like that, you know, at least give my." My two cents, like legitimately, mm-hmm. um, I wrote. I wrote a, one of my first text reviews as an, an adult was on Metallica Lulu.
1: Right. Yes, I remember that. Metallica
0: and Lou Reed doing Lulu, and I gave it two stars, and I gave a lengthy, lengthy review. I remember reading it. On, yeah. On on what what was wrong with that album. So. You know, that's that's what I try to do is just like really, and that's what takes me so long. It's because I'm trying to formulate what I really think without, you know, like i'll also go look at what other people think are wrong about the album and or good about the album and then i'll start to listen to it again with that in consideration uh-huh, uh-huh. and i start to throw that in there and i'm like okay, okay. i do the same
1: thing for a reviews actually yeah like i see what you guys are saying about it then i go in with, with a little bit of that looking for that sort of thing and then seeing if i agree or not
0: yeah and that's and that's pretty much you know how i i like to approach things um It's typically song by song or I group certain songs together because they are very similar and so on and so forth. It's... Like, if you're doing a review, it shouldn't just be this album sucks or this album's great. It should be that you enjoy certain parts of the album, the guitar work is particularly great, you can hear the bass, the drum work. Like, the first Napalm Death album, good. Problem is, drums are too loud. Hate it. Hate that part. Uh So... And it it's very it's very noticeable. So you're just sitting there and you're just hearing this like ob- ob- obnoxious drum noise. Uh-huh. Like it's as it's like almost as bad as uh large a snare. Oh my god. Yeah. So it's not it's it's a little it was a little hard to listen to. Um but things like that, you know, if they if if they something stands out in the mix and it's kinda jarring, you'd say that. Mm-hmm. Um but there are particular things that, that can be, you know, upsetting t- to a listener, and bring their rating down, which, you know, is part of the reason why St. Anger gets kind of down on my yeah. list, because that drum sound is very, very distracting.
1: It is very distracting, you for know, sure.
0: It's, it's very distracting, the songs, you know, the songs feel like they kind of go nowhere without the solos, yeah. they're, le- they're too lengthy. Too long,
1: too many riffs, yeah. like there's... There's shift changes in songs yeah. that are unnecessary. Yeah, these
0: are all the kind of things that, that people should be looking into and saying in a review mm. of an album. Even down to uh, simplest things like cover art. Yeah. Cover art, like, I want. I wanted to do, before, before I uh, stopped writing for What Culture, I wanted to do a list on, t- like, ten worst album covers in metal. <laughs> like, so Riot
1: was, like, the first three of
0: them?
1: Uh, what's that? Riot the band Riot they have like they have notoriously bad album covers I haven't seen
0: any of their album covers but yeah. I was thinking Born Again by Black Sabbath which is terrible uh-huh um the really bad graphics of Dance of Death uh you mm, mm. I uh, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't fight for or against that um but um yeah just ones like that uh there's a Fate's Warning cover that really sucks um <laughs> Yeah, it's just some some, you know, trying to think of some bad ones. Yeah. Um, but I would come I would come down to even reviewing album cover and, you know, in the ones that are coming up, I might want to do that and, you know, say something about it because, you know, it, that is part of I mean, now in the, in the digital world, it is part of as much part of the novelty, but for oh, me Oh, actually it for, is. for
1: me it very much is. Yeah. If like when I'm going through the list of albums coming out in the uh, this week Mm-hmm. I go every Friday morning, I sit at my computer and I go through the lists and I look them up on Spotify. A lot of bands I don't know of. Mm-hmm. If I like the cover art, I won't immediately put it on my playlist because like, I, cause I usually associate a particular style of art, artwork with a particular style of music mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it's not, it's not always the case. Yep. But in most cases, there tends to be some kind of correlation between the cover art and the music. Mm-hmm. So I think for 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 me, it's just, the cover art is just as important as the actual music itself sometimes yeah. at least for initial listening mm-hmm. like if i like i said if i don't know who a band is at all if i see if i look them up and i see a particular style of artwork i'm like all right i'm probably going to enjoy this mm-hmm. for the most part i'm like I, I would say that the ratio is about 95 percent of the time
0: i do enjoy it 95 mm-hmm. percent of the time other times it's just you know whatever i've done that i've done that when i was working at tower like, I was just going through the CDs and I was like, hmm, this looks interesting. I'm going to buy it because it seems like metal uh-huh. and hope that it's metal. Yeah. Uh, I did that with Zandell, um, which is a, a, a New York uh, power metal band. Uh-huh. And of course, you know, I had like a dragon on the cover looking all gargoyle ish. So I was like, yeah, that's probably metal. Bought <laughs> that. Bought that. And of course, I was right. So, <laughs> um, Of course yeah yeah infallible i was i was absolutely <laughs> right so like i i did that a few more times um you know at 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 tower when just when you when you work you shop that's, oh. that's pretty much everyone everyone's paycheck went right back into tower oh stupid. my paycheck went to the tower and I didn't work there yeah <laughs> yeah so like that's that's the kind of thing we work with um but I did that a couple of times and i i usually worked out that i was i was right mm-hmm. so so yeah, I, I I can feel that, and I still I still I still crave the the the, the physical copies of things. So.
1: I I still do too, and I actually just recently finally put all the CDs I bought the last two or three years into my into my wall, mm-hmm. and that was so fucking exhilarating. Yeah. <laughs> it felt so fucking good to finally do it. Yeah. But again, I we've had this conversation before. Like Spotify offers so much more for me personally. Because I just can't afford to buy CDs anymore. Yeah, you know, not in the quantity that I would I need. Yeah, really.
0: Yeah, so my my wanted list is over 1,500 CDs. So, yeah. So it's a lot to tackle, and and thankfully, like, you know, for a certain for certain ones that we want to do 10-word reviews on, I'm pretty much covered for most of them, except for like one artist. Yeah. So, but that's just me being. Me being me and wanting all the physical stuff i'm actually running out of space again so a trip to ikea yeah i need <laughs> i need a trip to ikea and then start uh, actually we need to get like a, a shallow one i need to actually legitimately get a cd rack if they sell it they like the ones i have they still uh, sell those oh really oh yeah oh nice yeah okay. they're not maybe. that expensive either okay maybe i'll maybe 80 bucks that. maybe because i have
1: ones on the floor right now yeah so. uh, I think I need. I think I need another one to kind of because I'm out of shelves. Yeah. So I think I need another one to kind of expand. Yeah. So. so but. If I if I ever get to that point again.
0: Yeah. So. So that's our discussion for today. Yeah, so, it came out of nowhere, just like we thought, huh? Yeah, it, <laughs> no, that's what we said. we were gonna have a discussion out of nowhere. So it came up. Here's a joke, to, to that
1: I, I saw recently, uh-huh. and it said something. It had a picture of a, uh, Ralph Wiggum from Simpsons. And it said, oh, so you had an hour and a half conversation with your best friend and you didn't record it for a podcast? That's so 1991. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, wow, that really is what a podcast fucking is, isn't it? (laughs) And I think I I was having this conversation with Brandy because she listens to a lot of podcasts, a lot of different ones and stuff like that. She listens to all sorts. Um, And we were having a conversation that um, uh, podcasts are, are like conversations between friends but the topic uh, determines the level of research that goes into it, yeah.
0: <laughs> which is pretty much exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. and and we just kind of do things off the cuff to, for half the time. So. More than half the time, yeah. Yeah, um, so we're going to leave it there. Um, I do have a couple of things. Uh, one, for those who do listen to this podcast, you you forty or fifty. Um, Dad. If you know some good places and good sources of metal news, please let us know uh, in the comments below uh, because we are looking to expand our wealth of knowledge um, and our wealth of uh, bands information. that we cover and band information that we can, we can provide to others that listen to this show.
1: So some of our sources that we use right now are Blabbermouth. I've used the the, uh, PRP, I believe they're called. Uh, Pimp Rock Palace
0: or something
1: Uh, like that? I don't know what the acronym stands for. Uh. Uh, Metal Insider I've used before. Of course, Metal Injection and Metal uh, sucks, but they're more editorial uh, and less uh, Mm. fact-based. So I I prefer more uh, of
0: actual... And I think Loudwire. Loudwire... Uh, occasionally, yeah, occasionally, so we're we're looking we're looking to kind of expand things and 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 get more news from different places and then cover more bands and you go kind of allow ourselves to cover more bands so we can we can kind of spread the news a little bit mm-hmm. um and then basically kind of have you guys help out with with expanding our knowledge and what we can cover so we can be more uh kind of diverse you know because we do tend to we do like our radio show we do tend to play uh, a lot of certain types of material i'm trying to keep it um very Different with the, with the S five because traffic. I try to keep it a little
1: different with the uh, the albums of the day. Yeah, a lot of the albums of the day I post are bands I've never listened to before.
0: Yeah,
1: which is um I think good. Yeah, you know, it's, export, it's, it's expanded my horizon as far as certain uh, bands and, and types of
0: music. So mm-hmm. I, I think some some people contributing to to that would be nice. Yeah. Um, and so generally speaking we are trying to look to expand things we we put up a notification on the Facebook page that we are uh, expanding 10 word reviews to twice a month Um, we're getting them actually on track Um, now that I said before that that was mostly my fault um, because I was the uh, primary editor uh, for those videos and I tend to sleep on a lot of them when I'm having Personal issues. Um, So we're trying to get them in a certain order uh, to be played, uh, to be posted in the future. Um, So we have a schedule set up twice a month that's coming up Uh, we can also talk about our tries video which is coming up which is going to be another coffee Um, Mm -hmm. we actually have uh, multiple things to try in the future which includes more uh, more coffee more coffee more hot sauces to try um, and a few other things a few other little surprises Um, and we are also still trying to uh, get in on the grilling is my business so (laughs) <laughs> There's a cat just chilling out Jesus Christ bro. Yeah. And uh, so we have A couple of Um Tries videos, uh, our own grilling is my business videos, um, and we're getting started back with the S5 forum, uh, starting out with some local bands here in San Antonio, and kind of working our way up and around. Um, so keep sending the material that you, that that you guys have uh, as far as um, stuff we would love to hear. Uh, send it to shredcheckmetal at gmail dot com. Let us know on the Facebook page what you would like us to review. Let us know because we want audience feedback at this point. Um, so that's my that's my last thing. I just you know since we're back and we're trying to get things lined up, we just want to give that update. So you got anything to say? I'm good. I'm hungry. Yeah. You 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 ready for for this for all that's coming?
1: I'm gonna do my damnedest. Yeah. I'm gonna do my damnedest. I know yeah. like uh, we talked about quarantine. My life hasn't changed that much, but for a period of time there was very it, it was rough for a minute there, and I was, that's why we had to take the little hiatus. Yeah. Um, but now things are kind of settling down again, um, picking up the schedule with the kids again, and trying to figure out what the hell's going on with them as far as school and everything goes on. Yeah. But I, I think I'm, I'm back in a position of routine. Mm. Um, so I think, I think I should be able to at least do my damnedest to participate as best as I can. Yeah.
0: There, there are certain ones that I'm going to be like, nope. <laughs> Nope, not, not taking, not not going for this one, and and you know we do have six of us now plus Pete P R N, he he's been, I've I've asked him if he if he wanted to come back. He's he's always declined, but he, we always give him the invite. So one day, Pete. so 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 one day when when we do something uh, some other ten word review on a on a. I' mortal Black Metal band. I was gonna say mortal he or, might uh, he, yeah, he might join us, you know, uh, emperor anything like that, so so yeah, we have a total of six people who can possibly do ten more reviews at this point, so and you know we're come out with ideas on a daily basis, you know we we talk a lot, we talk in a group chat daily basis, yeah, about what's coming. i i have to i have to turn you guys off sometimes so. <laughs> no. I'll try to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like like we've gotten we we've done texting at all, all hours of the night oh. and uh and yeah. oh my god, you guys yeah <laughs> like there, was, there was a time that Pat and I were texting at like four in the morning
1: dude like when i was, when i was, when I took the hiatus I turned, I turned i turned turned the notifications off. I didn't want to hear from you guys at all, yeah, and i or I turned it back on
0: three hundred missed messages. what the fuck, guys it's been a week <laughs> <laughs> yeah god. we're we're busy people. <laughs> Good lord! So we we come up with shit a lot. So that that should give you an indication of what we've been doing and what we've been planning. So we're ready for you folks. So um, so we're gonna leave it there. And you know, all I can say right now is I'm Dan Mack and I'm Chris Mac, and we still plan to be the fucking slime of the internet. Boot